Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. guys welcome back to another video on saying no to the narcissist on narcon where we believe in educating ourselves in relation to the narcissistic personality disorder in order to heal well and quickly so guys we've done two videos there in the series in relation to what goes down when we say no to the narcissist once we're actually in the relationship and when we've left the relationship I'd like to explore this further in relation to what happens, what goes down when you've maybe been discarded or you've left the narcissist and time has passed and the narcissist decides it's Hoover time. So let's get into it. OK, so the narcissist always puts control on the situation. So whether you've left them or they've discarded you, they will have reframed reality for themselves and for everyone else in relation to what actually happened in at the end of the relationship. And they will take control because that is what they have to do in every situation. They will have sorted it out in their mind as to they're the ones that made the decision to leave you and they're going forward in their lives and you're the loser. That's the way they frame it in their minds. But they also have put you and I know you've heard this a lot of times before. They've shelved you. You think that they'll never come back into your life because of the maybe cruel cruelty of the discard and the definiteness of them. They're very, very definite when they're leaving that you are, you know, a totally unworthy person, unworthy of them and that they will never darken your door again. Wish that that were the case because darken your door is what they do again. Okay, so... That's the one scenario. And the other scenario is you've left them and they've reframed that to friends and family that they were always going to leave you and that they maybe decided that it was the easiest way to extricate themselves from the relationship was to bring a situation to you where, you know, you'd finally face up to the situation, maybe that it wasn't working between you. So in other words, they made you you know, leave them. They discarded you because they wanted out of the relationship. So they will have put their spin, their spiel on what happened and they will have gone off to find somebody else to replace you. Now, if you're on these channels and you're having a very, very hard time post-narcissistic abuse, you will have been an excellent source of supply for a narcissist because they will have done a job on you and you will be in a state when they leave you because they've entangled themselves in your brain and it takes unraveling 
and understanding and educating yourself about what happened before you can set yourself free and find your wings and fly. So let's get into this part of the understanding of a lot of people have the question, you know, what happens if the narcissist comes back to hoover me? One, people don't think that they will. And there's videos about that. And I will expand the, the hoovering video playlist. The other thing is, you know, people say, what if I ignore the hoover? What's going to happen then? And people are actually afraid of what might happen then sometimes, depending on the level of psychopathy and malignancy of that particular narcissist and depending on what level of power or control um, or finances or support they have. If you're living in a community that's a small community where they can find you and get at you. So it can be scary what they do when you say no. And we'll get into that at the end of the video and give you an example of what, what it looks like. So let's take the example that, you know, we're going on from, from the no situation that maybe you've left them or that it's been quite a long time since the discard. You are lucky if they haven't hoovered you quickly after the discard or after you've left them, because that gives you very precious time to recover, to get out of that fog, to lift that spiritual bond or spiritual hold that they have over you with the trauma bond and the spiritual tie, which we often talk about in this community. So you are lucky, even if you don't feel lucky, even if in the healing stage you're craving the hoover, for whatever reason, because you want the narcissist back, hopefully not, or because you you want the validation um, of the Hoover or you want the validation that this person is actually a narcissist and the Hoover is going to prove it to you. For whatever reason, you're very lucky if you've had enough time to recover and get a hold of yourself again and to educate yourself about what you've been through. Now, the narcissist has an uncanny master manipulator way of assessing the time before they come back to Hoover. But they do get it wrong and they don't bank in the fact that you will have received the education about what they are because they maybe even haven't acknowledged what they are themselves. They just know how to operate people and they know how to operate life and manipulate. So it's it's strange because in 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 coaching and in comments and in education in relation to narcissistic abuse and in my own experience, I have found that when the spiritual connection seems to be waning with the narcissist and you can always nearly feel them out there. And I hope that doesn't sound a little bit wacky, but that's what I found and that's what I've heard other people say. I remember being a year out of the discard and a year and a week was when the narcissist hoovered and at that year point I felt on a huge leap of healing let's just say I felt that I was healed and a week later I felt that connection was broken and a week later the narcissist hoovered. I believe that this is a spiritual thing and I believe that they can they can psychically, spiritually feel the lack of connection to you 
when you move forward in your life and you break away and you do the work to break that spiritual tie. So be really, really careful, even if you don't believe that. Just wait maybe and see what happens. Um, and if you don't believe it, that's fine. But there is an energy um, connection to all relationships that we have and to all people, and particularly with the intensity of the narcissist and the the darkness of them and the sucking energy of them, I believe they clamp on to their targets, their victims, their old sources of supply. The narcissist never, never bets on you leaving them. They never bet on you sussing them out. They never bet on you getting the education and recovering. So let's take the situation, guys, when you're, say, a year out, uh, just, you know, regardless of however long you were with the narcissist, if you're here, you were a good source of supply to them. They, let's just explain that the, the, the theory behind, they believe they own you. They believe that you're an extension of them. They believe because they've had that interaction with you and because they've learned you so well that they know you. And that you are dependent on them and you'll always be dependent on them, that you see them as as the source of all things, as godlike, as brilliant. They feel entitled also to people seeing them in that light. They think that they have your number. In fact, they're sure they have your number and that it's only a, a question of getting you down off the shelf I remember doing a video about their different sets of shoes that they need on different occasions. So they'll pick the shoe box that they want at that particular time. And they'll even feel maybe the control slipping away or they'll feel something and they'll feel that they need to reconnect with you to make sure that you're still waiting for them and to make sure that you're still under their control. So. They'll do this in a variety of ways. And we've got into this in the Hoovers. If they don't feel or believe that a direct approach from them is going to work and they're uncanny and master manipulators at figuring this out, they will do the flying monkey stuff. If they don't do the flying monkey stuff, send friends or family or someone connected to you to heat check you. They'll do things like even send a letter for them to your house. They'll do something that'll put them in your mind. They'll check out, they'll be checking you out to see whereabouts you are, like on social media, etc. They'll use their children to hoover you. Your children, maybe joint children will come back. The children mean nothing to them other than sources of supply. You will be the target through the children. They will get a message across that you, you will know was meant for you. They'll use whatever source they need to use to re-engage your mind with them and to get a reaction out of you. Once they get a reaction out of you, they know, even if it's, even guys, if it's a nice text, you know, even if they send you a text or send a message through the children or through a flying monkey, you being a good and decent person may feel that you have to send some kind of reply. It's very, very hard not to reply, particularly to a nice message, a benign message that's sent to you, maybe hoping you're doing well or, you know, 
sending sending you sympathy after maybe a death in your family. They will use occasions. They'll use people. They'll use whatever they need to use to get a reaction out of you, to reconnect and to get those neuro pathways in your brain that they lay down in your brain, working again, firing up again and getting you thinking about them again. So what happens? The whole point of the video is what happens if you give no reaction whatsoever? What happens if you give no reaction whatsoever and you persist in this over time? Because remember, the narcissist has thought that time is going to put you in your place. Time is going to make you see you made a mistake. Time away from them is going to make you regret losing them. You're going to go through all the stages of loneliness and grieving. And if the narcissist just came back, everything would be OK. And that's the way the narcissist believes and has set things up. They just haven't banked on you having the time. They've miscalculated that you've had enough time to educate yourself and free yourself from them. They have miscalculated. This is the time that you can put things to right, that you can absolutely ignore them. This is what happens if you succeed, when you succeed in doing this. This is what the narcissist feels. And then I'll get on to what the narcissist actually does. The narcissist feels desperate and they feel rageful and they feel extremely threatened by the fact that you, you would dare ignore them. You, they have you pinned down. They know who you are. They believe in their minds that they have total control over you. They believe that you could not possibly say no to them. They've never experienced it maybe before. Their discards, mini discards, silent treatments have always worked for them. So they have no reason to think that they're not going to work now other than the fact that they totally and utterly underestimated you, your strength, your intellect, your intelligence, your ability to come back into yourself and see through them, your ability to walk in the light and walk away from this dark energy, your ability to fix yourself, your ability to take control of your life, your ability to be who you were meant to be. Guys, when they realize that they can't get a reaction out of you, they feel that they are, their whole narcissism is set up against this happening. So you're talking about a total threat to their existence as a person, as existing in the world. Their hologram, their fake mask, their fake persona is disintegrating and their true self is having to look at the truth. And this is their narcissism is failing them. It is the worst injury you can give to a narcissist is to not react and to totally ignore them. Even a little reaction, even a nice text back, even a leave me alone, even stop doing this is a reaction. And it means that you still have a connection to them and you can still be worked on.
So the narcissist is furious. They may persist. They may persist over a series of time. They may leave you for a month and come back again. They may try to wear your barriers down. But when they finally, when they finally accept that you are not for the taking, that you've blown the bridge up and that you're never, ever coming back, they'll do a variety of things. And this is when it can get dangerous. But don't let this put you off ignoring them. They can continue to persist. They can try and get you into trouble with your work. They can bring the law to force. They can lie about what's going on. They will definitely smear your name. And unfortunately, sometimes, as one commenter left in the last video we did about saying no to the narcissist, they can gang, gang stalk you. If you are in a small community where they have um, some pull or some family, some rough people, uh, they can they can do basically they can use whatever resources they have at hand to make your life as un uncomfortable as possible. And that's why it's important if you can to move physically away from the narcissist, to block all avenues of them getting at you away from the narcissist when they discard you or when you leave them. If you can move state, move country, do whatever you have to do to get away from this evil spirit. Because they do not accept you saying no. The best you can hope for is that time has passed, that you've had enough time to recover and that they're going to be engaged with a new source of supply for a long enough time for you to recover and to get your protections in place against them. Eventually, if you make it too hard, they will give up. They may try five years down the road, 10 years down the road. Eventually, it becomes too much of a battle, too wounding, or they feel that they've with a smear campaign or some damage done to you, that they have succeeded enough in putting control over you and, you know, feeling that they've downed you enough to, to be satisfied for them to go off again and to reframe things and say, you got what you deserved. You know, how dare you? How dare you think that you are better than me by ignoring me? How dare you get away? from me. How dare you not admire me like everyone else does? So they do really personalize it. They, it's kryptonite to a narcissist to say no. And the, the best revenge you can get on a narcissist is to say no, to ignore them, to not even say no, just to be a no to a narcissist. So guys, that's the reaction. That's what happens to a narcissist. That's what's going on in their minds when you do not accept the Hoover, when you finally do not accept the Hoover. And they are persistent and they're sneaky. And the main thing they try to do when they're coming back with a Hoover, if they don't do the direct approach, is to get you thinking about them again through a third party manipulation or through an object manipulation, through putting a memory in your mind in some way by either sending you something or putting something on social media if you're still 
if you're still as as a subscriber said, pain shopping and looking at their social media, block, block, block. No, no, no. Your life is too precious to waste in the chaos and the torture and the invalidation that the narcissist wants you to go through so that they can emotionally regulate themselves. I hope this has resonated, guys. If you like it, click the like button and comment and subscribe because this will help get the knowledge out to someone else who needs it. I will see you again shortly. And in the next video, I'm going to read out a subscriber as a subscriber's experience of a very spiritually deviant narcissist. They've given me permission to do this and they hope that it'll help the community to understand exactly how malignant and how how illusionary a narcissist can be and how they can rope you in. Thanks, guys. I'll see you again shortly. Take great care of yourselves in the meantime. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.